evening, good evening, good evening, and good night to some of you who should be in bed like myself, but we are here at... 10.22, recording another episode Love. of Good Evening. Two girls and a mic. And that over there is my crazy co-host who, after 8 o'clock, she's a bit like a gremlin. So if you feed her, she goes off the deep end, which is why she's doing really weird Good impersonations right now. Shezza, what is wrong with you? I was just doing old lady Shezza. Good evening to you all. Do you remember, I'm a writer. I'm an author. Oh, God. Still, oh, God, I got Still holding on to that, that yeah. It's good to have hopes that. and dreams. Good to have hopes and dreams. How you been, though, Shazza? I've been really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been like, you know, just good. Just good. <laughs> Is that it? Just told you it's after eight o'clock, man. Don't feed her. I've I been... gave her chicken wings. <laughs> you know what? Can I just say, the chicken wings were lovely. Mm. I had chicken wings on the way down here. But can I say, I made some chicken wings at the weekend. Yeah. I gave most of them to my mum. Like, I brought them to my mum's house because obviously that's like the hub. But the chicken wings, they were, if I say so myself, <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> they were so delicious. And then the chicken wings I had driving down here, oh, they were delightful. And the ones I just had were just really <laughs> so nice. wrong with you. Save the chicken wings, man. Kind of- Rihanna said it first, save the chickens. <laughs> no chance of you being a vegan anytime soon, is no, there? No, not anytime soon. But I have to say, I'm still off the red meat for Lent. Yeah. I'm off the alcohol for Lent. I'm off the chocolate for Lent. What else am I off for Lent? Yeah, it was just those things. So this is like, oh, is this going to be a proper thing or is this going to be another dry January Okay, fiesta? all right, let me just say, let me just say, let me just February, say, let me just dry say, March. let me just say, okay, <laughs> regarding the red meat, I was off it, um, I am off it for Lent, but there was a day when I accidentally ate oxtail and rice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> accidentally, what did it do? Jump in your mouth. It's, it's like, so here, here. No, part, way, part way through, I was like, no, what am I doing? And then I'm off the, uh, no, I don't even want to say, I'm off the, I might as well, I've started to finish. I'm off the alcohol for Lent, but there was a day, two, two days, <laughs> two, days <laughs> two consecutive days, actually. <laughs> oh shit, three days, three what days. What's wrong with No, you? no, no. So Thursday. That means you're in a Thursday, Thursday, I was meeting up with um, somebody that I did a case with and we just mm. got really well and it was just like, oh, let's meet up for drinks. And then, so we did that. <clears throat> And then I kind of, I saw the cocktail menu and I was like, you know, I could that maybe not drink, but I might as well just drink because they were like fantastic cocktails. <laughs> and then Friday, um, like all the women, not all the women, all the black women in my chambers took me out to celebrate, obviously. So um, I couldn't oh, not have, you know, a glass or two. Now. <laughs> and then on the Saturday, it had been my friend's birthday, shout out to Chanel, and I hadn't made it out for her birthday. So we went out and... Um, that one was actually a mistake because we ended up having <laughs> guava bellinis Ooh. at Basaba. And I just, nice. I hadn't nice. realised what I was doing until I was halfway through and I thought, well, I'm paying for it. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm actually off the alcohol for Lent. I just, you know. Anyway, let me just kiss my teeth. Oh, I know no, I'll extend Lent for three days. Like, well, what what had do. happened was <laughs> the alcohol just jumped in my mouth the same way the oxtail and rice jumped in there. And I just, I couldn't say no. I just couldn't. It's too much. Oh, the oxtail and rice incident was crazy though. I was just I like, to say that oxtail so nice. though, that is oh. a thing that is just hard to just say no to. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Ever walked in the house and you just smell it, just hits you. You're just oh. like... <gasps> Yeah, no, I some. feel re- I feel really bad though. But you know what? That's what Lent is about. You're supposed yeah. to give up stuff and then, you know, 
obviously, Why when Jesus like was tempted, hours? right? It's four, it's forty days and forty nights, and Jesus was tempted. And obviously, he didn't give in to his temptation. But you know, we're all fallible. But did Jesus have oxtailing rice in front of him? No, probably he did not. So there you go. <laughs> he so I just he feel didn't. like that's a good argument. I'll give you that. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> well, anyway, there's an unfamiliar voice that you guys might hear giggling in the background. That is, um, you know, a, a guest to the show, or should I say, like a friend to the show. Show. Friends of the show slash Definitely. hostage slash willing yeah, hostage. Yeah. Help me. A really great person, <laughs> an amazing friend, <laughs> an amazing talent. I'm really proud that she's here. Oh, an amazing oh, businesswoman. You need to come on the show because you're so amazing. You just need to like just oh. come and just chill with us. And I kidnapped her literally, literally. from Brixton tube station. So come, come with me to come with me to Northwest because that's where it's at. Because we're happy this. to have you, Sade. We are Thank happy you. to have you. Thanks for be- letting me be here. It's all right. <laughs> Hi, guys. So before we so go she, any she further, chicken as well. let's put you on the spot. Tell us a oh, bit about God. what you do. Oh, God. Okay, what do I do? I run, um, so the main thing I do, I run an event management company called Fresh Strawberry. Mm -hmm. And um, we've been going for 11 years this year. Um, Still waiting on the party. What do you mean? Yeah, Shada, you You've know, been you to set, a party. You set the levels to have a party, like, literally, maybe, do, like, two, know. three times a year. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how many we've been on. Since. We haven't been on any what this year, last time. There's not been any this year. We're in March, you know. How many was last Three year? Months Three months dance. Three months dance. People are waiting. We're like, I don't know why I'm talking. I, I can't go right now. But you know, after yes, that, yes, after you yes. can go bananas. <laughs> yes, we will have. We will definitely have. We didn't have a Christmas party last year, but we will have a Christmas party this year. Good. Right. Um, God willing. All right. So, events management company. Yes. Um, so that's my day job. Have a couple of staff that I manage. Um, our main client is Google. You might have heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we're kind of like super busy, um, and yeah, kind of thing, kind of, yeah, just doing our thing, really. Love it. Um, and then aside from that, I run a little hair vlog with my niece. Mm -hmm. Um, I never knew that. Yeah. Really? Thank you, babe. Yeah. So it was just born out of idea. I love doing hair. What's the name of the blog? It's called Natural Style Story. Okay. Are you on Insta? Oh, not following me. What do you, um, what I'll do find you, you mean? What's it called? <laughs> Natural Style Story. Natural. <laughs> Why is she so. calling me out like this? Story. I bet we are following you. But anyway, um, so Search. I do that with my niece. Um, it's just like a hobby, really, because I really love doing hair. And um, oh. my niece has amazing hair. So we're just kind of like documenting that journey. And um, I produced and created a show called Status London a few years ago. Um, so some people may know mm-hmm. about that. Because there was another show, wasn't there? There was another show, which I'm coming up to, which oh, is right. like, you know, more recent, oh, right. called uh, TOTM. Oh, right. Who did that have in it? Gosh, this sounds so <laughs> interesting. That's so interesting. <laughs> which was hosted by Cheryl over here. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Of course it was. TOTM, turn them up. Shout out um, Lisa. Shout out um, Marianne. And shout out Diane. Yes. Wonderful. So yeah, that little project happened last year. We're actually... You can still catch that on YouTube, by the way. Just search TOTM chat or time of the month. <laughs> right and there the are eight it. episodes for you to tune into, Indeed. lovely listener. And um, they're all wonderful because they're hosted by me. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's about. (laughs) (laughs) That's about. I think that's about it at the moment. I mean, I've done various different things over the years, but those are the main things I'm interested in: events and production. Mm. I think that's what I like about you, Shade, that you do different bits and bits. And do them all very well, I have to Thank say. Thank you very much. You know, you know, you know, in a very laid back and nonchalant, <laughs> almost kind of yeah, kind of way. I don't know if my team would say that, but 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 you know, they don't know the real you. They don't know the real me. They don't understand you like we do. <laughs> cool. So, La, how has your week been? Oh, today has been a bananas day. So, first of all, I'll let you know. Everyone's been asking me about um, my. Um, Oh, sorry, just got a message. Everyone's been asking me about how this training and diet thing is going. Mm-hmm. Um, training is going good. The diet is it's just, at this point, it's just food to just keep me going. I don't even look at it as, you know, when you eat, you eat for pleasure. That, yeah. that, that That's it's kind of taking it kind out of over it. for me now. There's no point in me even thinking, thinking about it in that sense. Because if I do, I'll probably start crying. I'll probably <laughs> like order a pizza and just demolish the whole box. So <laughs> I'm just like at this stage in the game, let me just eat and just get it out of the way. Mm. So it's going all right. Um, it's not been too bad. I'm not hungry. And that was my main concern. Like, as long mm. as I'm not hungry then we good yeah so that's good and then today oh lord today 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 okay so today i got up did my usual routine went to the dentist was a bit worried about that because i'm not really a fan of the dentist mm. dentist told me your teeth are amazing you've been brushing well and you've been flossing i'm proud Lovely. of you take some free toothpaste with you take some free mouthwash i said thank you very much dentist i'll be on my way <laughs> so <laughs> i thought you know what since i've done the dentist let me do the doctor mm. went to get a checkup my doctor then refers me to St. Thomas's Hospital. Mm. And as we all know, St. Thomas's is, is right on the end of Westminster Bridge. And if you've been living under a rock today, you will know, you will not know rather that, um, you know, a terrorist attack happened oh, at, yeah. just outside um, um, Houses of Parliament. So I'm sitting there in the doctor's surgery, watching the, watching the news, literally watching and thinking to myself, wait a second, I'm in Westminster. Wait a minute. I walked on that road literally about an hour ago. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Who, what, people, what, what, what? So I literally spent the whole day just kind of freaking out and wanting to leave the hospital and I couldn't go anywhere. I had to stay there because I was waiting for test results. I was waiting for this thing, that thing. And um, yeah, it was horrible because like obviously it's horrible for the people, you know, directly involved. Although, yeah. you know, that wasn't me, but I have to say there were several moments where I had you know, these really awful thoughts in my head, like, I need to call my mum, I need mm. to, like, you know, like, need to make sure people know that I'm okay, like, yeah. you know, mm. what if there's something else happens off of the back of this, blah, and it was just a horrible feeling, but what I will say is that I will, do you know, I'm gonna, like, in my, um, we'll sit in the end of the podcast when we do You Are The Light, I'm gonna finish the rest of this story Mm -hmm. but suffice to say that my day has been just surreal to say the least i'm glad i'm here Mm. able to tell you guys the story and just like yeah i'm just looking forward to tomorrow i actually have to go back down to westminster tomorrow so yeah you know i'm sure it'll be fine but that's how my day has literally been so yeah and you know it's really sad because you know all the news reports and all the when you hear from security officers, they're saying, you know, we've been expecting this. It was mm. only a matter of time. Yeah. And it just makes you realise, it just reminds you, I guess, of the threats yeah. that we are, always yeah. there. as a city, mm. like, constantly um, subject to. 
unfortunately in yeah. this in this time and uh, okay we haven't had we haven't seen things on the scale of for instance france or nice mm. um but it's still it's still awful still a target, it's we? still scary mm. and it's still like horrifying to know that members of the public were just out there living their lives mm. and you know uh, some of them ain't, ain't returning home to their families mm. Yeah, I think um, really nerve-wracking, but yeah, sorry, Shade. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, in our office, we was talking about it today, and it's kind of reminded a lot of us of um, not not the same way, but like, um, uh, you know, when we was younger, when we were kids, and and kind of like the threat of the IRA. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it kind of just always like when these things happen, it kind of takes you back to that time, and like, mm. you know, that that constant, you know, fear really, like you just don't know if something's going to happen this week mm. or not and everything like that. It's, it, I think it takes you to quite a childlike state, actually, really. But, um, yeah, you could just feel it, because you can't do anything. Mm. So like you're literally depending on the police, the, you know, the fire brigade, the, mm. uh, obviously the ambulance service to kind of just get things back to normality. But I can imagine, like, they're, obviously they're human beings as well, and they're yeah. having to literally jump headfirst into the chaos like you know so it's yeah it's not a nice feeling but yeah i'm going to mention a little bit more about that a little bit later on um but yeah but um i'm glad you're here sade because as i said before we are really great friends and as great Mm -hmm. friends do we go out every now and then we We do to go out on sunday yes sit down (laughs) have some popcorn you know and like pop and watch um get out a great film it was so good like (laughs) It was amazing. We like, had fun. I don't want to say, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but we got jokes in there. I think if you're going to go and watch that movie, you should go and watch it with some friends. Yes. Because yeah. the commentary alone from all, how many of us were in there? About like six, six of, of us. us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. six black girls in the middle of Tottenham Court Road, yeah. like busting joke <laughs> and just like <laughs> making no, some sense. serious commentary like as the film's going on because certain things were like, mm-mm. <laughs> no, that can't Don't do that. <laughs> so like marks out of 10 what would you give the movie so we done a little review didn't we mm-hmm. on snapchat mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. we agreed on 8.5 yeah that's yeah. what we agreed on yeah, yeah. Right. i can mm-hmm. i can push it up a bit to even maybe an 8.7 oh really okay mm-hmm. <laughs> two more points yeah definitely yeah. kind of it was it's, it's definitely a very good movie yeah it's very layered mm-hmm. it's um the it's insightful it, mm. it um sparks conversation mm-hmm. perhaps controversy so it's it's definitely really worth going to i think we can talk about the plot now because it's out in the u.s it's out in yeah, the uk i think so well, if you ain't seen it then boy okay let's yeah. talk about it so daniel <laughs> daniel kalua yeah um his character plays is it chris yes who I've forgotten everyone's name so you will have to film yeah, me yeah you do so, yeah i know i'm like with names mm, already so. right so he is obviously black and he's playing a young um t- i think 26 year old um black american who is dating a, a white lady a white girl called rose mm-hmm. and they have been dating for all of five months it comes my out my gosh i know i know, I know. <laughs> my gosh. which is just a thing which is just a thing in itself seriously and then they but what go did he back say? To... sorry can i just say like what did he say he was like you're my uh, my everything at five months at five months come on so... 
date. And in fact, come he, on, man. In fact, remember mm. when he was telling the parents, he said they've been dating for four months. So in his head, oh, it, yeah. it, 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 it even been less. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was even less. What the hell was that? So anyhow, That's a typical so dude, dating, but yeah. Um, no. He's dating a young lady called Rose. <laughs> and the, Rose's parents have either a, a country home or maybe it's their main home, I'm not quite sure, in a very remote, wooded area. Which is your so, first clue, really. Which is your first clue yeah. that this has got all the makings of a horror story. <laughs> so Ro, he and Rose go up there to stay for a weekend to meet the family and from his first moment in reaching the grounds of the house, things are not quite as they seem. Mm-mm. So there are two black um, house people that he sees <laughs> on the grounds. <laughs> well, they are. They're, they're house, house people. people. House people. So there's like, um, I can't remember the names of them, but there's a male and a female mm. and it comes out later. One was Walter, no? Walter? May have been Walter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe Mary. I feel like I've made that up. Um, <laughs> and um, he, they are the only other black people around. Georgina. Sorry save for another black chap who comes over with all these other white folk and he's apparently dating one of the white folk and the the pairing just looks so incongruous anyway (laughs) more and more things come out and seem quite odd about this whole kind of white community Mm. um, of people and it turns out that they are in kind of together recruiting stealing mm. black folk kidnapping kidnapping mm. black mm-hmm. folk using rose as the the, the bait, the bait mm-hmm. kidnapping black folk and transplanting their um, white people's personalities mm-hmm. into them and the black people go into the sunken place yeah so hypnosis, that may not make that much sense so you mm-hmm. really have to see the film mm-hmm. but it's really it's it's great commentary on interracial relationships mm-hmm. Being black in America, yeah. being black in predominantly white spaces, mm-hmm. um, white privilege, mm-hmm. white fragility. Yeah. <laughs> I go on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it was it was a fantastic movie. So let's get into uh, what we loved about it. I personally loved the fact that, well, I liked the fact that. It touched upon subjects that we all talk about as black people. There's no denying it. Yeah. There's things that we talk about, the whole issue of black guys dating white women, how they behave when they date white women mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I like the fact that it touched on the issue of white people loving the components of blackness, mm-hmm. but not really loving black people. Yeah. And I've, I thought those were two major themes um, or two major discussion points that the film threw up for me. So I, I kind of like really liked it from that angle. And obviously it was all well acted and well directed and the rest of it. What about you guys? Um, what did I love about it? Um, the symbolism in it. Mm. Um, I particularly love the fact that BuzzFeed did an amazing like article yeah, that was on... Good the symbolism in there just in case anybody missed anything and there were a few things in there that I missed and I think I missed them particularly because a lot of them were to do with kind of like the black American um, experience which yeah. obviously is a black Brit you're not going to get it unless you've lived over there and are familiar with that so there was a lot of things in there that I'm not going to spoil for people who haven't watched it but if you have watched it go to BuzzFeed it's on there and they will point out certain things that 
you know, you might have missed and would have been like, oh my God, yeah, that bit there. And oh my God, yeah, that makes so much sense and blah, blah, blah. So I love the fact as well that he, I feel like Jordan Peele, who's the director, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. extremely clever at kind of like pointing out certain things in regards to all the things that you mentioned, like white privilege, white fragility, and just how black people are seen in general to, you know, a predominantly white audience. I just thought that was really really well done I mean you could have done it in a way where it was so like sometimes it's I I feel like sometimes it's not good to do things that are too obvious and in your face sometimes Mm -hmm. a subtlety is needed to make it a bit more powerful if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense I'm trying to say this to not spoil it for people who haven't watched it but it's really difficult to talk about this movie in a way that doesn't reveal too much too much yeah Um, yeah and those are the things that I really loved and appreciated about that so yeah man Did I would you- agree as well yeah. I think that um, I thought that actually the genre made it work as well because I think if you if you have films of that kind of of those kind of themes mm-hmm. and they're quite serious then it kind of turns a lot of people off. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. thought this done a really good job of having, like, the thriller element and also it's very comedic in, ver- like, various oh, places yeah. and stuff. Like, I mean, like, like, like you're saying, like, if you go to watch it with your friends, you're just going to be laughing the whole way through. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really quite good in that sense. Um, yeah, those are my... And I thought, yeah, the cast were just amazing. I believe them um totally i was yeah. yeah i was just in their world like everything seemed to make make sense and i just think that shout out to darius from from atlanta yeah <laughs> 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 those who watch atlanta darius's character also that. features in this darius. film not character the the real him obviously features in this yeah. film yeah so yes it's really good really really good yeah there's there's been so much discussion about it online people really peeling back the layers of it but sometimes this is what we were talking about um earlier on do you think that sometimes over analyzing the film might strip away some of the sheer entertainment value of it or do you think that Mm. the film this particular film was made to be overanalyzed, i.e. there were layers implanted under layers, implanted under layers, and this is what the director wanted us to do um, and the writer wanted us to do. I feel like if you put that much symbolism in your film, then clearly you want it to be analysed. Clearly you want people to start talking and debating about it. Like, you, Mm. you want that, which I think is a good thing. Like, you always have to encourage, you know, a certain a certain debate if mm. you want problems and solutions to come about you can't yeah. just, just have things just out there yeah but the, the thing is when you say problems and solutions what are the problems and the solutions that could possibly be that that what are the pro, what are the solutions to the supposed problems when mm. one has to bear in mind that jordan um peel yeah. mm. the creator of the film is himself mixed race yeah. mm. of a mixed race relationship where his mum was white and his dad was black mm-hmm. and he's married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. So mm. when you say problem, yeah, what's the problem? How, how can I we think, label it a problem if that's his... No, I don't think that. I think like the film shows from... It, it kind of... What I thought was interesting, it, sh- it kind of shows from a black perspective, right? A black male perspective, which isn't often shown. Do you know what I mean? So I thought that was... 
that was interesting. I don't think... I think it's highlighting things that would, like you said, that people do talk about, especially mm. in the black community, when people are in mixed relationships and that sort of thing, that mm. aren't necessarily open um, into wider community. And I don't yeah. think they necessarily think about those things the way we do in that sense. And I think that Rose's character done a really good way of being that ignorant, showing that ignorant viewpoint, that kind of thing. Or oh, don't, why are you yeah, thinking was, about I that? Why are you? character because she you was know, like, the kind of typical liberal who supposedly yeah. so Rose is the girl the, Rose yeah, is yeah. supposedly our ally but really and truly you know sometimes I yeah, that like liberal seemed- people can be as worse as you know as probably worse or as worse as those who are quite you know overtly yeah I think that scene with the um the police officer yeah, yeah. Where he okay, so they they are driving on their way to the parents' house, and then a deer um, jumps across their vehicle and is struck by their vehicle, and so they um, I think they either call the police or the police attend, and the, and Rose has been driving the vehicle, mm. and so obviously she takes up most of the interaction with the officer, but then the officer asks. Daniel's character, Chris, mm. for his license. And Rose interjects and says, Well, why do you want his license? Mm. He wasn't driving. And then the police officer retorts with, Well, I, I didn't ask, ask yeah. who was driving. Mm. And Rose, in the way that perhaps, as we know, only a white woman would mm. in America and because, could, and could yeah. in America, takes the police officer to task. Mm. Um, you know, saying that, well, if he's not driving, why should he give you um, his licence? And obviously the police officer then simmers down, backs away, Mm -hmm. and that's the end of the incident. So in the vehicle, you can see, when they get back in the vehicle, Chris is actually really kind of impressed for starters with Mm. that because he knew that he could never respond in that way Mm. without the matter escalating. But also kind of like almost... Not turned on because I think when he said, oh, that was hot, he meant it like in a kind of like a joke. But he certainly felt like, oh, wow, kind of by it. Mm. And we, the viewer at that stage, thinking that we knew Rose's character, looked to her like maybe, oh, wow, support. She gets it. But Mm. that now, when you think back to it could have been because she didn't want a paper trail yeah this of is him. what um, mm-hmm. one article suggests and that's yeah quite interesting and right again multi-layered yeah which yeah. makes Layered. it so good you yeah that, like, you could tear, tear that scene down like, yeah yeah so many different kind things thing, yeah. i was just like thinking to myself as i'm watching it that couldn't be chris like that never. as she's saying that i'm like you're doing what he could never do Ever. yeah 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 so again, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, what did I want to say about the movie? It's just, oh, there was just so much. I'm trying not to ruin it for too many people. But yeah, but by now, you should have gone out At this stage in the game, it. you should have gone out and seen it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, get your tickets, get out there and go But I was going to say, I don't, I don't actually think, to go to your point about, um, you know, problems and solutions, mm. I don't think that the film is offering any solutions. Mm. I think it's just an observation yeah. and a, like a funny way to look at it kind of yeah. thing or like in, um, a kind of like playing on the, I, I guess in some ways, the natural fears mm-hmm. of being in a mixed relationship. Do you know what I mean? And some of those pressures and some of those, I guess, in a sense, like expectations as well. Mm. That's what I think it does. I don't think it offers any solution. Yeah, I, mm. I definitely... That's what I, I don't think it offers um, solutions. I don't even necessarily know that it shows or highlights 
the quote-unquote natural fears of being in a mixed-race relationship. Because it might to the observer, hmm. but to me, one thing that I realise about Chris in the film hmm. is that he's so, he was oblivious or he was ignoring so much. You could tell there were points where his gut was telling him something <laughs> right. Well, right. You know, it's interesting because the best friend to me mm. is someone who was so aware of all these little kind of instances and things like these yeah. red flags that Chris just wasn't. And it was just like, these are two black men. Mm-hmm. It's like, Chris is, Chris is the one that's in the relationship. So maybe sometimes, you know, when you're in a relationship, you can't see, you can't healthy. see the most yeah. obvious things. Mm-hmm. But and it could, takes with someone the, the who's outside of that to be like, He could see some of the things because he could see, remember when he was on the bed in their bedroom, yeah. which they shared at the parents' house, which we just thought was <laughs> would never you know. But he was <laughs> recounting mm. some of the microaggressions. Yes. And then, but then they kind of like twigged for her. But that's this what I'm saying. I'm he saying saw them too late. Right? His friends saw them almost instantly like, yeah. bruh, nah, but get I, out of there. It I took know, Chris all these little breadcrumbs to realise this family is fucked up. But, I do, I, but I, do think, I do think that that is, like, that's why I think it's like a, a kind of like exploration into that kind of world because, like, I think not that my experience mm. but I do think if you was in that you would maybe see these things but you know kind of ignore them kind of ignore yeah. them or you deal do, with them we, in a different do that deal, in relationships deal with them in a way anyway. yeah, exactly. in any relationship you don't want to see the worst yeah. in your in your partner and you got to mm. weigh it up as well like is yeah. this enough for me not to be in this situation do you know what I mean can I handle the dad saying whatever mm. kind of thing yeah. and still be in this situation yeah. how many times a year am I going to see them do yeah, you know what I yeah, mean and yeah, that sort of yeah. thing and you kind of weigh up and see whether it's worth it or not which you'll do like you're saying in yeah. any relationship yeah right so. and i guess one of the things um and reading about it made it kind of clearer to me the fact that you know he'd lost his mother yeah and and didn't seem to have anybody Anyone else apart from this best friend right come on so that mm. made him more vulnerable <laughs> in a sense right <laughs> well it tried to i think that was the bit for me like mm. when he was like his whole life depending on this one woman yeah like i was just like i don't buy that i i really just don't he invested um, a lot a lot in, a her, lot in her after five months yeah. like get out of here man yeah. <laughs> like literally get out but she would have hunted <laughs> she would have hunted out now knowing what we know about rose she would have hunted out someone to fit that profile mm. so it's a possibility but also, I see what mm. you mean. It could also be like a get out clause because um, I was reading somewhere that in another piece about it, somebody had written that they felt that Chris's character was woefully undeveloped in terms of mm. backstory and substance to his character. Mm. So it could, but that could be the vehicle. Yeah, I could see that. I could, it needed yeah, to could be that, that way. Yeah. There was nothing about yeah. him. But we, that's how he yeah. was ensnared by um, yeah. Rose. But I mean, yeah. you could, I mean... You could I mean, really like, say that about all the characters, yeah, to could, be honest, kind of thing, we were, because like, we're just thrown in. Yeah. Like, I feel like you yeah, just don't get that Because we were saying, much. okay, it would be interesting to see, you know, the crazy family, yeah. what, how they ended up the way that they did. Yeah. Like, how would the, 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 the brother and sister, how would they raise? Because for, yeah. for you to take your two kids and they end up the way that they ended up like something happened along the way that's the story yeah. right like, there yeah you know, you know what actually <laughs> even thinking about it they couldn't have given um 
they couldn't have given Chris too much family and too many friends because yeah. then you'd have to then work out why nobody's noticed that he's mm. missing yeah. and all yeah, the rest yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I kind of get it Part from that. One from homie, that the real MVP. The real MVP. MVP. That's my best friend. My best friend. <laughs> my best friend. Come your best friend. That's your best friend. <laughs> Yeah, no, he was a real MVP. Everyone needs one of him. I was like, yes, showed up in his MTA. Like, is he saying that he he um, who's he work for? The MTA. T T S A T S A that's it that's yeah. it yeah he was hilarious but um, if you haven't seen the movie go and see the movie we're gonna stop talking about it now there's so much more so if you think we spoil it for you we actually haven't go and watch it it's amazing yeah definitely there's still mu- there's still so much more yeah. to yes. get out of it we haven't even look Not even we like, haven't even touched, we touched the service we, we're just touched. giving you a little sliver <laughs> a little slice yeah. so you can go in there and be like okay so you know see what the girls are talking about now yeah. and you know so go watch it enjoy it okay so we're gonna move on. Um, topics Drake Drizzy mm-hmm. our former boyfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> he's been out and about Spooky. your former boyfriend still my yeah, boyfriend no. I don't know about anyway I'm alright I'm happy with Skepta right now it's fine you know me and sorry, Junior sorry, but um, yeah anyway so um, he released his uh, his album which is mm-hmm. called More Life it's got a load of features on there um, it's got gigs shout out to gigs KMT is my track I'm still banging that it's got who else is on there um, it's got Skepta as I mentioned before mm-hmm. it's got Migos on there um, anybody full else full disclosure I haven't listened to it yet oh, have you not what? okay yes. it's really good I personally I prefer it to, um, to use <laughs> but that's just me um, so yeah so basically as you know when Drake puts anything out everybody goes mental on social media um, and so did a certain singer well, not for the reasons that you think. Um, Lily Allen basically called out Drake for not re- um, using any black female UK vocalist or art slash artist on, on the album. Um, so I guess my question, does Who? Lily Allen, oh, Keith on, Allen's daughter, come she had a couple of songs not too long ago. Well, she know about the culture. So um, <laughs> apparently she knows a <laughs> lot because she's quite vocal about it. She feels like, you know... Drake should have put some black. She was very. She didn't say female vocalist. She said black female vocalist from the UK on his album. So, I does she have a point? Should, she needs should, to just. Should Drake have done that? I mean, Drake can do what the hell he wants, man. Okay. Seriously, I mean, like, I just don't understand why she's getting up in this hype. Like, is does she need some relevancy? Like, are her, you know, are her views down or something? Like, <laughs> she was just riding on the hype and just wanted to say something controversial. As far as I'm concerned, I just want to just... know where what black females is Lily Allen put on her. This music? is the thing. This is the thing. And she's 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 a Brit, no? Yeah. This is her country, no? Right. So what's she waiting for? Why isn't she leading the charge? I don't understand. It's, it's just yeah. nonsense. Like just sh- like shut up. Well, there's a song about that, isn't it? Like yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Just shut but up. Do you man. know what? In answer, in, to answer the question, I agree with you, Shadow. Drake can do what he wants. Mm. Drake as a Canadian artist has no no responsibility to put on anyone from anywhere. No. So if he chooses to pick out some fellow musicians or artists that he enjoys their music, that he wants to work with, isn't that his artistic and creative license to do so? Who are we to stand behind him and say, actually, you should... and. The thing, the thing I, I really find about Lily Allen being completely disingenuous is the fact, the very fact that she didn't even name 
any UK <laughs> black she doesn't know artist. she doesn't know she doesn't know any UK she doesn't her, you know what let's just do a test mm-hmm. go to her Twitter or go to her Instagram is she following she's any, not co-signing is she, anyone is she has co-signing she, has anyone she, has she ever to be honest do you see what I'm saying is she following any UK black female artists that are in that are that are in that are in that kind of genre Mm, of music so I need to read you. There's uh, the reason that I felt found this is how I find most things on Twitter purely by accident. It's like the gods are talking to me and be like, "Here, draw attention to this. Draw attention to this." So this is guy on on Twitter who I now follow because of this. His name is at um, house uh, house mother, as in H A U S M U V A. So Lily, the original tweet was 22 songs on one female feature. Still sad, and he was like, "Oh, fun game. Let's count how many black people of all identities have." Been been on your project and how many times you've appropriate um, appropriated to profit and then he says shots look, fired right <laughs> so he says at lily allen looking low on black features but look at the category category of music that your music is actually placed in in itunes so basically if you go to itunes and if you type in um, any of lily allen's music her music is actually listed under hip-hop and she's got no features of Sorry? anybody under on, him, on, on any of her albums so it's like what are you talking about like nah. what are you seriously so this guy he, because she what is, no, because I just she he dragged these, her to hell because she even wore a pair of, of, of Air Max in a video and was, <laughs> was talking and walking like that they <laughs> now put her under to hip hop look at the nonsense no no I just she just needs wait, to sit down like I just wait, don't know sorry, she's not relevant says, Sis, this is 2008 effort looking a little sunken place too <laughs> what happened with what happened Miss Dynamite didn't return your call in it <laughs> he, he buried her I'm just like oh my god why does she always speak out of turn and what's interesting interesting about this is if you remember maybe about was it two years ago lily actually put out a video yes which had a bunch of black women in there but not in the way that you you think they were just shaking their ass and what really annoyed me about that video there was a bunch of black women that came at her like if you're so and this is why i have issues with the feminist movement the white feminist movement because you claim that you're supposed to be for all women and that you want equality and that you're representing everybody but when it comes to certain things that kind of affect people that don't look like you all of a sudden it's a non-issue so you can have a bunch of black women up there shaking their asses because you're not affected by that therefore Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter so when black women are literally talking to you and saying this isn't cool this is not what we're about but yet you're dismissive of what's being said that says to me that you don't give a shit Mm. so now you're jumping on this wave here to me it's like no what is even the way she's just just the only person I don't even know she's so irrelevant I I really feel like she thought oh I'm going to say this and you know this will be a great (laughs) thing I'm standing up for my black sisters (laughs) we don't need we don't need you like we don't need the great white hope to come in there and try and champion whatever cause it is that you think that we're trying to fight this is foolishness if you really want to find out about us which I know that you don't like I said when we came to you and said this ain't cool you were like brushed it off like it was nothing so yeah, now now you want to no please no, it's, sit down. It's, it's, it's empty it's right. empty yeah. it's it's a platitude it's is yeah it doesn't i don't feel impressed by it at all no um i was having a discussion with one of my friends who who actually agrees with her i i you know i don't i don't agree with her if if i see lily allen doing something to promote black women in music then after that then make a comment like this. But before you've done anything mm. or done anything front of house, i.e. put anyone on your album or put a, get anyone a, a deal or like push them forward in any way, 
No, I'm not trying to hear. I it. just think she's trying to get retweets. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I, just, I don't think right. it goes anything further than that. To be honest, I don't know any 19 year old that's listening to Lily Allen right not now. Not at all. Like, <laughs> just know so she is. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, in, 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 no, seriously, seriously. In, in, in a real, real talk. Honestly. There's so many kids out there who you'd be surprised don't know um, certain artists. I was watching. There's this YouTube series where they take kids and they do like this social experiment with them and they take things from the 80s or the 90s mm. and ask them. If they know what this is or whatever mm-hmm. so they were asking them if they knew this is like early 2000 kind of like millennial music mm-hmm. and they played snoop and pharrell's drop it like his heart mm-hmm. only one child out of i think maybe the six of them knew the song oh wow, wow. so i was like oh my god because i thought oh they're about to get this one like yeah. snoop and like snoop and pharrell obviously they're still relevant they still do music mm. but they they did not know that they were like i think i've heard this before i think my mom or maybe my dad plays this oh I, like, okay. <laughs> I just want to go in a corner and die somewhere and just wither away because I'm so old but yeah so yeah no one don't if they don't know Snoop if they don't know Pharrell they sure as hell don't know um, Lily Allen um, what I will say is this outside of um, Lily and her and her Twitter Twitter antics do you think there is a there is an overall issue with black UK female talent being supported anyway? I mean, yeah. I just don't by think they're supported by who? By well, the industry, shall we say? By the definitely music industry. by the industry, but we yeah. know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's... That, what we is know. that about, how, how does an industry support... In the same way... Okay, I will say this. Whenever there's a new male, black male act from the end, shall we say, coming mm. up. I always feel like there's this undercurrent of great support kind of pushing them up from all angles. You mean you mean peer support? Yes. Okay, yes. so, so Sorry. it's not the industry. It's, yeah. it's, it's their contemporaries. Yeah. It's, are they getting support from their male I contemporaries? I listen to certain podcasts, shall we say, and I mm. listen to certain people who I consider influencers within the music field, and I always find they like always... Ed-shirt. I hate those, that yeah. word. Oh, but I always mean? find so that they, <laughs> they always... There's, there's always this chatter about several different music artists, and they all tend mm. to be male orientated, and it just makes me think, are there no females? And I know that there are females, and I know that they are mad talented, but I would like to see that same amount of support and push, and just chatter that they have about the guys in the same way they do about the girls. I just don't... I don't think it's like the same like it's not I don't know there's not many females in I get I think there's like in grime and stuff yeah. and like I don't know what you call it like hip hop or mm-hmm. is it really hip hop I don't know rap maybe but yeah I just don't think it's the same sort of um same sort of arena really I think there's what not many um I just think that uh, I know what I mean, but it's just hard to explain. I just don't think that, okay, right, you might get like a guy that's coming up Mm -hmm. at the moment and he might be, I don't know, battle rapping or Mm -hmm, freestyling, mm -hmm. whatever kind of thing going out or coming out for people and stuff and things like that. I just don't think you get that as much in the UK scene with the females. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, you're not kind of like choosing the side. You're not kind of Mm. like, you know, not even Yeah, but I think what you're saying is that if, for instance, 
when um, obviously even before Stormzy's album dropped, yeah. you've got DJs in the industry, you've got his contemporaries all talking about make sure you mm. go out and get yeah. you know gang gang signs and prayers. It's coming out this time. Duh, 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 duh. You know, promoting <sighs> it. Everyone's page no, is. Say what you got to everyone's pay, every. If I'm fl- I just flicking think, through Insta, everyone's page is I on that. I think with Stormzy, don't get me wrong, I think he's pretty amazing because I haven't met him on a personal level. He's a pretty cool guy. I think that his package is amazing. I think his team's amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I think that anyone at the moment or even prior to that, was to say anything negative about Stormzy in the industry, they mm. could potentially get blackballed. Oh, of course. I think, yeah, I, I, think, I agree with I that do statement. think there are some people, when they're in those moments, right, in their periods not, of let's, time, let's, let that me not just, say Stormzy like, then. everyone will just back them because it's not, the in okay, thing. Okay, let me not say Stormzy like, then. I'm not when saying Rich that he's not talented. When album like, was coming out, my timeline did the same thing. But I think... I do think... The same thing. So I think those people are taking those paths. Like, it's all kind of like... a kind of similar path where everyone is backing them so you've got the record that's labels what the DJs that's what we're talking that kind of about stuff. is like, that there for female artists I, I think for some of them it is I've never you know seen I mean? it I've never seen like, my timeline think, go that way I think like Steph London's got like I've never seen funny. I'm telling I think you for her for me I to have that, to see um, no but for me to have to see Steph London name? stuff Ray. I had to go to her page yeah. I didn't see all of the same people that retweet and that say oh look out for this and look out for that I did not see them doing it on my it's, to me, it's not on the same level, and I don't it's definitely know. I think like, I think there where is you naturally kind of gravitate towards. I don't know. I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it towards mm. your sex. Basically, like I don't know if guys naturally just grab. It's almost like bro code. It's yeah. like I oh, would just because yeah, it's my boy, and I just yeah, got to be with my boy. Yeah, but then what I, I was saying, what I was saying as well, like and her obviously, there's not. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's pretty. I really like her. She just reminds me of like the little Kim era. I love it. But like, I think that there's not as many females in the industry um, that, that should, are that kind should make of her stand out even more, and that should make everyone jump they on should, it even more. But I also think, and I'm not saying I agree with this, but mm. I, this is just my theory. I think that that the way the females are packaged, or almost they almost stereotype is that they're risky, right? Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, well, there's not so many, and not many of them do well. So if I support this person, do you know what I mean? Am nah. I supporting something that's not going to do so well? Then, well, then, well, then I do. Think that, that already. I don't even says, think they think about it. But that even deeply. if, like, but you, if that you will, process, because you're quite analytical about, <laughs> you understand the branding process. I'm just generally talking about on a level where you know, as I said, influencers have said this is the guy, like a guy. He's going to be the next thing, and then everybody jumps on it. Like I'm, I'm yeah, guilty people, of it. Like everyone just jumps on it, which is fine because mm-hmm. we need this. I'm not saying don't draw your support just because it's a dude. However, I am saying I don't believe that there is. A and, lack of female talent, and also to that, we got to to ugh, to that. I don't think there's a lack of female talent. I just feel like we just don't know about it because yeah, people don't talk think, about but it. But if they do is, carry but, out that thought process mm-hmm. of oh she's risky, so I don't know. Then that no, means I you're just, proving the theory. I'm, that means yeah, you're not yeah, supporting think, as much as I think it's a problem. Do you know what I mean? Because that that and I think that um, I actually think that record labels and maybe A and R's have got a lot 
of power in that and they can change mm. that if mm. they just sign more female artists. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because there's just it's just so what is disproportionate. This fear, then? What are they scared of? Because they what just don't they... think that they will sell in the same way. Like, well, this is, uh, you know, mm. I'm not totally informed or whatever kind of thing, <laughs> but this is my theory. I just don't think they think they're selling the same way. And I think it's just basic nonsense. Mm. Um, That's what do you I know think. what I mean? Like I think if you, say... back, if you put enough money behind yeah. someone, then they're going to sell if they're on rotation on big radio stations, then they're going to sell. sell. Do you know what I mean? Like when, um, you know when Estelle anything. was talking about basically transitioning from here to the US and they were asking her, you know, what do you think is, you know, one of the major problems? And she said for her, it was the fact that, that you know, record companies were literally saying to her that they don't know what to do with her because she's basically a dark-skinned black woman. Mm. It's like, how does, wait, how does your skin have such an effect on the way that you sell because if that was the case there's a lot of dark skinned black brothers who wouldn't be able to sell because their face is on everything that they that they sell through merchandising through branding like if it's so offensive to the to the larger buying public who happen to be white if they saw Wretch 32 on the album cover they're not going to go oh my god he's dark skinned I can't buy that music but so why does that not still why I does think, that not process play out for females as well that mm. doesn't make any sense to me I just uh, yeah I, I agree with you and I think that's probably a lot to do with like how they're going to market a product and like being in a country where they're not the norm and do you know, do you know what I mean and being a minority and all that kind of stuff but I do think there's some artists that female artists that are just doing doing it regardless kind of thing I don't think yeah. Nadia Rose is doing an amazing job at the moment I think um, Ray Black is doing amazing mm. do you know what I mean and and they, they they might not be getting support in the same way do you know what I mean so but they are still though, getting support honestly. So it's quite upsetting I'm just like can we just have the same energy for like we need it for everybody for the male artist like it's such a small industry yeah. and like I just feel to myself just you just kind of like I don't know just we're just limiting our talent saying okay only this core core group of people can get support but this one we're not too sure about like yeah. what yeah and how does that my, help the my, genre my, to move my, forward yeah, as my well? experience of it and it, it is simply empirical evidence but whenever I look at any of my um, social media timelines and I want to see you know the neck the the female artists who are doing stuff if they've got something out and it's like out at that time and it's relevant at that time I do not see people chain, put posting really? this per, I, I just I don't, don't know no, I'm saying for my I, time I, I, that's okay. my okay. empirical okay. evidence I wish it's true I, I wish no. I could see I don't like, change that's 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 I don't change yeah. I'm I was expecting in my timeline to be on fire just like how Storms it and Crepton Conan's it that's wasn't a, that's it, a real life it really wasn't like, and I, I wanted uh, yeah I really no, wanted I, it to I've and it so wasn't much to say. no like, but the thing is the thing like, is I can't negate that I don't mm. change my followers my followers but I do are, think or, or it's who done, I'm following is who I'm following I think and it's, it's just done not in the there. same way and I think that the, those people that you've mentioned I do think their audiences are a little bit different so you might not get they might not be supported by the same types of people also I think but it's the industry it's the music industry it's the black music industry yeah, how small is that how are you going to start uh, pick and choosing and segregating in that but people, come on man I mean uh, yeah, I mean I, I, can, I, can, I, can I can answer that it would be like I feel the same way if women it's like some just, tiny like, dega dega industry female. and you're telling me that out of that you're only going to pick and choose to represent Stormzy no, but I Wretch, think like but when some girls think, coming out with some no 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 no. you're not going to I think I think like people underestimate like what Wiley's done for certain artists like Wiley kind of like he when he co-sign someone mm. like Emily Sunday like those people blew mm. do you know what I mean mm. like like Giggs has done that with Steph like do you know what I mean like it's it's I think it's just done in a 
I hear what you're, mm. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just trying to understand it. And I just think that it's done in a different way. I mm. think there's just a lack of female maybe that way and is like not as effective as the way it's been done doing, doing for the guys because clearly they're just blowing up more like I have to look at social media and I have to look at the people that are like that I know personally within who are who I know are influencers and I, but I can boy club as well it is like, but yeah, that's what I'm that's saying what we're talking. Yeah. that's what I'm saying and that's Definitely that's, that's the problem it's like if you're really about this industry if you're yeah, really like, about this why... genre and supporting it and pushing it forward then you would, Sorry, you would know... expel the same energy that you would to a wretch or a whatever to a Steph or to a Nadia Rose or to a Ray Black like I don't understand like what is the problem I don't know I, I just think I know it sounds like what I'm saying is obvious mm. but like it's just like I don't know if a boy club is gonna support that. Do you know what I mean? That's like that so seems sad. like, oh, but it just seems like it's just, it's just not gonna really happen. Really, I don't know. That's I don't bad. think it works you, like that. Do you know what? If that's the case, then it's, they're never gonna take off. Then I don't think. No, I don't think. I don't think that's the case. I think there's like you as know, a collective, like it's not enough for me to say that one one female is enough. I think that's just see, I'd like to see a movement the same way that we're seeing a movement right now. Like yeah, but even in those movements that we're seeing, there's only going to be one or two of them that's actually going to bust through and kind mm. of like get that kind of you know household name status. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like so it's it's you know people might be co-signing them in that way, but it doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know, so it's just like there's more than one way to kind of get to that platform. There is. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I don't think you necessarily have to do it that way. No, and if don't. the females are successful, yeah. you know, there's definitely um, at this moment in time, it's quite exciting because there's a lot of females on the scene mm. and they're doing really cool things. Yeah. They I really agree. are. Do you I know just, what I mean? It's just so I tend to think that there's always this collective of people women or guys and then for I think particularly for the girls it comes to a plateau everyone's excited that plateau gets reached and then they just disappear like they never break through that glass ceiling and I, yeah. I, I believe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, yeah that's, I believe that's because of the world. That's because of the world, man. Yeah, I just. But there you go. But I think for here it's so noticeable. And obviously, like Cheryl says, because it's on my timeline, and because I know certain people mm. who are influencers, and I don't see them making the noise that they do make. I do believe it's because of that. That's just my personal feeling. But okay, anyway, uh, yeah. Let's end this subject and go into the next subject. <laughs> like, okay, so. I'm part of this this group on Facebook. I won't name the group. And it's about basically... Basically, we just enjoy watching several reality TV shows. And we were discussing Real, House, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And if you guys are up to speed in regards to what's going on in that, there's a, a storyline within that that discusses or kind of showcases. Um, there's a character on there called... Why am I calling them characters? These are real people. Sheree Whitfield is her name. And she used to be... Be married to a former NFL player. His name is Bob Whitfield, and they have a very contentious relationship. They've been married, they've been divorced, they've got kids together. Um, at the moment, we're kind of seeing them, well, seeing Bob attempting to kind of worm his way back into Sheree's life, and he's never okay. been, from what we've seen of previous episodes and previous series, he's been a bit of a shit. So he's now seemingly changed his kind of you know way with her and he's trying to get back in there we all thought everything was all good until last week's episode where he just made some really just unseemly comments in regards to like how you know i think one time they were traveling somewhere and he he kind of made a really flippant comment which was 
quite a weird comment in regards to, you know, we were driving somewhere, you know, and I looked at her and I just thought if I just press down on the brakes, then, you know, I could just end it all or something like that. Not end it all, but kind of end her, end her life. And he what? said it in front of her friends and they were like looking at him like, what are you? And then like, she kind of had this really real reaction to what <laughs> was being said. And he just like played it off as if to say it was nothing. And so they're like, you should apologize. And he was like, oh, come on now. I've never really hit you before. And she looked at him as to say, yeah. What, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Because mm. obviously she's saying that you have hit him. So to kind of, you know, round things up in the latest episode, mm. um, basically the there's a girl within the same group that I'm in and she's been watching the same episodes and she's come to the conclusion that Sheree deserves to be hit because Sheree is a bit of a, she's a bit of a shit stirrer. Basically, she's one of them people that will chat your business to other people. Like if you say something to her about somebody else and then you're in a group setting, she'll be like, well, Sade said X, Y, Z about you, Cheryl, and say in front of you. And then before you know it, the two of you are like fighting and scrapping. Mm. So she's that person. But this girl maintains that she deserves to get beat because she keeps doing things like that so my thing was i said to this girl i'm like look okay she wasn't my favorite person in the world but she doesn't des- no one deserves to get beat especially for something like that like nobody forced these women to tell Sheree anything number one number two keep your hands to yourself right number three like are you okay sort of thing so like i guess my question to because to some people Mm. what she's saying is actually okay right so i'm like is there ever a time where it's ever okay ever ever in life to put hands on somebody Oh man, that's a big that's question. Open wide-ed. That's open like, hands really? on somebody. Somebody, yeah. Definitely, someone's going to get a punch like, in the throat okay. once or twice. I'm talking about in a relationship. You, your man, you get into an argument. Things are said. You know, he puts hands on you. In his head, he feels like he's justified to do it. Mate, what could be the? I mean, like, I don't think I don't think you should do it. Right. I think people think that. It's they, okay. they can right. you might drive someone to anger and they, they might not be able to control themselves mm-hmm. and then whatever but I don't think you should do it like what the comedian says that you should never hit a woman but you can shake the shit out of her <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I think it's like Chris Rock or something yeah, like that probably, yeah, I think it was Chris Rock yeah, right. <laughs> I think it was Chris but like but it doesn't mean that, but I think his, his point was like mm. you know of course, there's a reason. There's, there's there can be a reason, but you just don't do it. Mm. Like, and I think I'm more of that vein. vein. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not justifying his, you know, alleged behaviour in any sort of way. Mm. But I just don't. I mean, there's been points in my t- life, probably too regularly, I've been brought to the point of anger <laughs> where I wanted to hit someone, but you just don't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you control yourself. But I don't like this rhetoric of like, I don't know, like women like kind of like being Champion joyful yeah, of other women's was. you know demise mm. or their kind of like I don't know and for what it was for pain. like if she said to me boy you know Bob was defending himself against Sheree because Sheree had a gun or something like that she was like because she made because she's an instigator in, in certain like arguments I'm like is that your argument to say that's why she should have got beat I'm like what kind of colour purple you told Harpo to beat me kind of nonsense is that mm. that's what it does sorry that's what it seems like to yeah. me and like even though like I'm looking at this woman like and I don't think that it made me think that 
I'm sure there's probably loads of women out there that yeah. think like that. Like loads. Yeah, like definitely. Another woman deserves it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you I just look at the disgusting. backlash with um, Rihanna and Chris Brown. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, there were yeah. so many Chris Brown sympathizers. It's unbelievable. Mm. You know, still no now. evidence. Like, yeah. still now. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, I heard things like, like um, you know, oh, um, Rihanna's from the ca- um, Caribbean. You know how so you know women she's fighting yeah. back. I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay. That's why. That's why. Oh, she was sleeping this person and that's why and that's why. And it was all kinds of excuses. I'm like, did you see her face? Like, Mm. by any chance, did anybody see (laughs) the teeth marks on her face? Like, I didn't even notice. Yeah, she had teeth marks and like bruises. Like, he missed her. Yeah, I definitely know that she she just looked battered bruised. It was Mm. awful. It was awful. So, you know, it lends me to kind of like my next kind of thought shall I say in regards to how kind of just patriarchy is just held up by a lot of women mm. yeah know, definitely yeah. supported it yeah. is yeah it is which is problematic yeah. it's problematic because I don't think I don't think some women see it. and this is why yeah. I have an issue with you know some a particular person that sometimes we've talked about the the things that they might post on Facebook which mm. always tend to have just a slight misogynistic edge mm. and you see just women flocking from far and wide <laughs> to give their mm. LOLs and oh, oh so god funny. yeah the girls that do that and oh and you're just like you're just you're you're an idiot mm. yeah you look like an Donuts. idiot you look like, you look like you're trying to sniff out dick that's what I think <laughs> That's exactly what I think. When you're just out here, always just like LOLing up on the man. Oh my God. To me, I think that. I wasn't expecting that. And you know the thing is, the thing is, he has said it the opposite way round when Mm. there's like guys who are all like, oh yeah, you know, I agree with the girls and da 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 da. That they're just, I just feel like they're just being sycophantic. Mm. Just stop it. Mm. You can, if you even read the undertones of what this guy is saying, he's basically cussing women and you will be the next subject for something (laughs) that you do that's displeasing to his misogynistic eye. You're up here LOLing. (laughs) Sit down, man. I can't can't stand you. I guess that's my message to women. You need to stop holding up this patriarchy because at the end of the day it's just like you think it's doing you any good no favours at all and consequently after like I had to tell this woman about herself and I felt no way to do it I'm like I don't even know this woman but I'm not I'm not here for she said something about how it's you know it's just entertainment I was like I don't find domestic violence you know entertaining in any any <laughs> sense of the imagination and I find it weird that you do so you know I found out in the end that she kind of admitted to the fact that you know she'd been suffering from domestic abuse like really? um, previously and I goes okay that makes sense so that's you know like I'm really sorry that happened to you but I don't understand how being as you're a sufferer you could have those thoughts and feelings which you are totally entitled to but to say it's entertainment like if that entertains you that's that's on you but nah I I wouldn't encourage a next a next man to beat a woman or say that you deserve it why is he not going to beat you then and I was like if that's the case then every woman on that show needs to get beat because they talk (laughs) about each other all the time all the time Mm. you're actually you're in a group that talks about shows and the women on the show so what you want to get beat again Mm. so yeah women stop doing that shit okay let's let's move it along okay so i said earlier on um off air that we're going to do one's gotta go and i said it's quite a contentious one okay Mm. Okay. so shadow i don't know if you've played this game before um on instagram yeah okay cool so So basically what we have today we have four areas in london one's got to go oh god okay so the first one this might be quite easy actually Brixton the second one 
Hausen. Third one, Clapham Common. And the fourth one, Notting Hill. Easy, Halston. Halston got going. Hey, well, hold on. Halston. Read that again. What's Easy. going on here? I knew you weren't paying attention. I'm reading Easy. out. What is going on here? Okay, Seriously. so first of all, we've got the first one. These are areas, yeah? Areas. Yes. Okay, go. Okay, yes. let me just see. Okay, you guys see. There's some shade going on. <laughs> no, seriously. That okay, was easy. One. I knew it. Is Brixton. Yeah. The second what about one it? is Harsden. Right. The third one is Clapham Common. Clapham. And then the Stupid fourth one Common. is Notting Hill. Clapham Common can no, go. I'm and right. I don't even know why you're saving Brick City, you two. Just because it's listen. all South London in here. Listen, listen, listen. Hals, listen. how can you get rid of Harsden? Listen. Listen. How could you not? Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. Linda, listen. Listen. We tried. Harsden is staying. No, 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 no. Give us a good case for it. Let me just tell you something now. Do you know the concept of this program, of this part of the show? Yeah. <laughs> if you do, if you get rid of Halston, you lose everything that comes with Halston. So oh. Shada, you're losing me. Yeah. You're Niger just now. tell me now. Are you you're losing na- me? Yes you're or Niger. no? You're Niger. You're dual nationality. Are you losing me? Yes or no? Dual nationality. I'm going. I'm going. I told you this would get contentious. Nah, look at her arguing a little Halston away. No, 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 no. I'm going to pack my bag. Like, Hosden, Come on, man. Nah, I can go easy. The thing is, yeah. Clapped no, out. Clapped no, out. Let me say, I explain myself, yeah. Mm. Number on. one, you can't touch South at all. You're and not in Hill. so big and violent. N- That's not why. in Hill. Why you like to even say violent? Yes. And you live in Hosden. Yes. What? You're a bare face cheat. A bare face Violent. A bare face I saw people disappear in Hosden, you know. Where you from? Where you from? What? I live in the suburbs. Right. What are the <laughs> other reasons? Easy. Because all I'm saying is, you know, I have never heard of anyone getting shot in a McDonald's apart from in South. Are you serious? No one's been shot. Wait, no one's been killed on an ice skating rink. Just because they don't snitch. In Hosden. I've been killed in Hosden. Let me just tell you something. Oh, come on, man. Not in the McDonald's. <laughs> not in the McDonald's. No, maybe in the KFC. Maybe. Or the Burgers. They don't love Morley's, do they? Let me tell you something. He's Morley. Bostonian love is just annoying me there. <laughs> Tell me why Clapham Common say, what's Clapham Common so, got to do with anything? It's beautiful, you know. I don't even know where I am when I reach In around the summertime. Summertime. In Ramwood Park. Nah, nah, be. Don't nah, be. Nah. Clapham nah. Common. Have you nah. seen it? No, I haven't nah, because it's, it's too far. They do well, freaking... They won't let you win, that's why. I they don't can't. go no hard no, there no, miles away. You can't... Listen, I don't have visa for <laughs> that in South London. We have, the, we have the names and the faces of those that can't cross over. You're included you're, in you're that. Number one. Mm. <laughs> number one. Not in Hills oh, iconic, God. so that can stay. That oh, it's like now it's iconic, yeah, yeah. iconic, yeah. And they Man's don't really claim you lot. I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't Seriously. even know. They don't claim you, you lot. Because really, all I remember, all I remember not even West London is growing up. Is that people from South, they were either shook to come down here Mm-mm. or when they came down they came down die. to Carnival and they were like oh look at this so don't try and claim no, we didn't want to die don't try like, South was came no and day. made not in no, here no, no. Right. no go Houston's no go it's a no go <laughs> area no go no go fact, when this podcast this goes out don't come <laughs> <laughs> don't come no down go, here mate. 
Let's move on because we already know how to read the writer. I don't even know why. I don't know why you done that, man. I just want to be fun to see Cheryl's blood pressure just rise. Ah, Halston crew, come through. Injections and stuff, it could be quite stressful. <laughs> it's hard, you know. It's fine. They have radio stations that only work in the area. <laughs> It's a charity radio station, and both of you two started your careers there, so you can cut out that sniggering. Nah, mate. You can yeah. cut out yeah, that sniggering. Nah. Like, we helped carnival. She like, we had to move. Him with my gift, but you know, oh, couldn't dear, be helped. Anyway, Halston will remember this, ladies. <laughs> Moving on from shady to shady corners. I know who I'm playing in shady corner. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. <laughs> Pull up a chair, too, in fact. Oh, oh dear. Okay, so Shada, you had a, a shady corner that you wanted to um, highlight. Yeah. About. yeah. So we kind of touched on it before the Drake album. So I'm putting in shady corner all the haters mm. that are on, like, or cussing the UK talent on Drake album. Like, just sit down, man. Seriously. <laughs> like, allow them to do their thing. Yeah. They're doing well. It's a good achievement. They should be celebrated, really and truly. They've made some bangers. It's global. Mm-hmm. You know. It's great. So yeah. just be happy Some for them. Just not happy for people being a success. You just have to accept it. You have to leave them for to just stew in their own sauce. Man. Yeah, I'm telling Definitely. you, there've been a lot of like, oh, the America. Have you? Did you go on Twitter and see what some of some American people were saying in regards to like um, gigs as well? Like they're not. Oh. oh, we don't understand him. What is he saying? Why did Drake put him on the album? Mm. Blah blah blah. So you guys like, speak English? Yeah. So somebody pointed out the fact, like, <laughs> look, you don't understand him. What we don't understand, like, little um, what's it, little young. Yachi, is that his name? And yeah. like all those new 22 Savage, What's all those new one? Yeah, like, Kodak Black and all those people. We don't understand them, but you don't see us bitching about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like two tracks on the album, you lot have lost your minds. Like, come on now. Yes. Yeah, and like deep, to man. the Americans that accept it and understand it, I feel like those are the ones I've kind of left. Mm. Not just left the state, mm. left the country, like gone to another country where they only <laughs> see life and spend, you know, a different currency. Like those people right there. The rest of you that stay within your state, you're not supposed to understand gigs because you don't even understand your life because you're still stuck in the Ooh. same state that you're from. So carry on, Ooh. okay? That's my shady <laughs> corner. <laughs> well, I want to put in shady <laughs> corner. These two people oh, Lord. this week who <laughs> were <laughs> dragging <abusive>. up the microphone. <laughs> I just want to come in close. Who were abusive, abusive. to, yes, <laughs> abusive. To one of the heartlands of <laughs> give me that Please. face. To one of the heartlands of UK music. <laughs> what is she talking about? So right? Ninety two. So, <laughs> so I want to put in. I want to nominate. <laughs> what steel pan are you talking about? What steel pan band are you talking about? Um. <laughs> 
I don't know the names of it because you know I'm not really into that. I don't know the names of it, but I swear they had some as well. I think they did. I think they did when I think about it. They did have some, like, they did. They did. It was like, I just can't remember the names of it. But I just want to say, I want to say in defense of all those who have been offended to the core by the shenanigans of these two, that I use my vote and I use it wisely to place these two in Shady Corner. Because they just said the reason why Clapham Common stays over Hosden is because... Have you seen it? That is not a good reason. Oh, because it's South. It's it's racism and Southism mixed into one. So the two of you, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go into Shady Corner. And obviously, to put into... If it means Hosden goes, I'll go in Shady Corner. That means I'm gone. That means I'm gone, Shade. That's what I want to tell you. It means I'm gone. That's fine. Next week, when there's there's only one girl in the mic... You guys will blame yourselves for this. Oh okay. my god! Okay, that's fine. Okay. There will be one girl on the mic next week. You oh gosh, be yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good way to segue into it. Yeah, um, I won't be here, but <laughs> don't have Sade back. No, actually, I'm having. Um, I'm having. We're re- revitalizing like a phoenix from the flames, Lardy Dar which consists of myself and Damon. Mm. He coined that phrase for the two of us mm. being like one entity, a bit like Kimye, mm. a bit like, what's it, Benefar. Oh, no, no, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see that? Mm. Like that, yeah? So yeah. we'll be back next week. We've got a special guest, but I'm not saying who it is yet, just in case it all goes six <gasps> up and they don't show up. Okay. But yeah, so we've got some plans, man. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, so last thing, um, people that I would like to bring in the into light. the light or things. Um, first thing, NHS staff, you Aww. are amazing and I'm so sorry that you have to go through such bullshit like today was supposed to be a normal day for you which I'm sure is as hectic as it can be anyway mm. and then this extra madness that went on I just want to say to the people that go in there at two o'clock in the morning pissy drunk Ugh. being belligerent and just mm. acting the damn fool mm. you lot need to all go into shady corner because what these people do is absolutely amazing the way that the I would say the head nurse or the matron is that what we still call them nowadays is that politically yeah, correct so. or what yeah we still use that word matron the way that she handled everything honest to god I was so impressed like she could have had everybody up in a tizzy like panicking and she just came in took commands and before I knew it I was actually the second to last person in there to be seen to so everybody most people had gone and I'm still in there that woman sat with me Aww. like just talking to me and everything and she actually let me know that this is something that they were expecting to happen they've been doing draw runs okay in the run-up to, to like um, chemical drills and things in the mm. run-up to this. And um, she was just really calm and just really such a cool, very forthright lady. And I just really appreciated her taking the time to sit with me. And then before I knew it, it was like full of doctors and nurses just in the room with me and they just wouldn't leave until me and the other, the last person that they were seeing were, were, were going. And I was just thinking to myself, these people, they could get into a panic yeah. as well because they're human, their lives are at mm. risk also yeah. like the same way I was anxious to get out of there I'm sure they were anxious as well mm-hmm. but um, yeah I just need to put them into the light we don't we take them for granted Definitely. far too much we have a great health service and it's great because of the people that actually work on the ground it's the of, only reason it. it's, it's the great. only reason yeah. Yeah. not because of that government that likes to take the piss of, with the money that's supposed to go towards them mm. but because no, of the, the, the NHS, the NHS is, is being held, held right. together by the doctors the Literally. NHS is finished 
mark my words, I've said it here, the yeah. NHS is absolutely finished. It is, and it's finished. such a shame because yeah. these people are passionate about their jobs and mm-hmm. they love what they're doing. And they're, they're actually there for us. And it's, I hate this whole thing of people thinking that it's the workers that aren't doing enough and that's why it's going to shit and blah, blah, blah. It's not them. It's the people at the top that are mismanaging the proceeds or the money that is supposed to go to the NHS. And it doesn't. And that mm. because of that, we're not going to have an NHS for much longer. We will be in the system much like America, mm. like having to get insurance yeah. and not, and that's you know, be awful. And literally, it is going to be awful. I don't know what, what we're going to do because that's a fucked up system. That's not a system that I want to be a part of. No. I'm not even aware of how that fucking works. All I know that is bullshit. And if you cut yourself or you some bus while you're in America, unless you've got insurance, you are fucked. They're not going to deal with you. So if you want that here... It's going to happen real soon. But mm. shouts out to, you know, the NHS and particularly the people at St. Thomas's Hospital. So that's, yeah, my, definitely. that's my one thing. The other thing is, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys were on my um, Instagram page recently, but there's a story that um, just shocked me to my core and left me so angry. I just thought, if I was living, if I was a parent and my child came home and said to me, you know, I say to my child, oh, child, you know, little one, what did you do today? Mm. Oh, mummy, um, today um, Chrissy created an, an advert for me, which she placed on Craigslist to sell me. I'm like, what? what I think what, I heard about What are you this talking story? about? What's Basically, that? there's a school in America. <laughs> And they as a project, a they decided oh, to have God. white kids write posters, as in adverts, like a Craigslist type thing, to write up these, do these posters describing black children or black slaves, rather, and then putting them up on the wall. So it'd be like, oh, this is, this is. Oh, <coughs> no, I this... had a different story. Let me even add to the oh, fuckery. Go ahead. So then there was another school that actually did a slave auction. I think it's oh, the yeah, same actually. school. This is the same no, school. I thought they near school. each other or something. One did posters. Yeah. And on the back of that one did a slave auction. Or maybe I just didn't read it well. No, it's the, it's the same. It's got to be the same school. Mm. I, I refuse to believe it's more than one school doing this fuckery it because be, it's just like, left me like, what in the hell? So sometimes when I post things on my Instagram, especially when it's things like this I think sometimes I think to myself am I doing any favour by posting this story like am I drawing awareness to it I don't want to seem like I'm posting it because it's like oh, I just want likes or anything like that I'm literally posting because I'm pissed off and I want the mm. story to be picked up and pe- for people to be aware that this shit in 2017 is still going down like white parents and black parents should be outraged like I couldn't like why are you teaching kids how to sell other kids like what the fuck Anyway, so let me, before I start swearing. Yeah, so (laughs) I got this message from this guy who who follows me. I just looked at it. Apparently it's a school in New Jersey um, and an elementary Mm. um, class had a mock slave auction. That's the one that I heard yeah. about. But there is also a one that made, that made posters. So right. it's, I think it's two different stories. Oh These God. people just have no, what? no how insight they, how at all. How are they teaching... Like, how are they teaching these Well, they, like, the thing is, they're trying to blame... Oh, it was a substitute teacher who... In the story that I've got, who organi- organised this. So basically, you know, with that, they're trying to shift the blame. So I don't It care. doesn't matter. That teacher... <clears throat> he says, the teacher who has not been named said the incident would be used as a teachable moment to elaborate oh, really? on the gravity of this part in our history. I would, honestly, I would actually... <laughs> I don't what know was that you said about that putting hands on someone. Yeah, exactly. What? That's what I'm that saying. Would do it. it doesn't mean <laughs> that 
like his shit. <laughs> but I can see you why. Might, you can see why. Okay, man. But anyway, Jeez. so this this guy who is oh. from the States who follows me on Instagram and he was unaware of this story and um, again, he was outraged as well. And what he said to me was that he's actually part of um, an advocacy group and they're actually going to draw up an email to send to the NAACP mm. um, to make sure that something is actually done about this. Because as it stands currently, it's like the school's just kind of like trying to do what most schools would do in this situation. They're trying to pass the buck. Mm. Bit. But yeah. I'm glad that the story that I posted has actually got the attention of somebody who lives there and can actually get in contact with you know, some sort of governing body that mm-hmm. can actually press the school and do something about this. Because... Mm. This is this is not cool mm. in no, no way, shape, or form. So I'm going to shout out this guy, Max Maxi <laughs> Milanaro Lander. No, I'm sorry. You know where you can just wrong. see violence. It's That's just yeah. I don't understand. So right, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely <laughs> is two separate incidents because this report mm. that I'm reading goes on to say. That incident mm. comes on the heels of an assignment at another school in the same district oh in which God. student made posters for slave auctions. The district apologised for that incident as well. Nah, sorry. No, it's not, not going down. Of course it's not. It's not, not going down. Enough, I'm sorry. It's like so, empty apologies. It's yeah. kind of foolishness, man. So yeah, so shouts out to that guy for actually kind of like just replying. I asked him, please, could you just like keep me in contact like because mm. i just nah this ain't cool so NAACP is going to be on your ass you've got some questions that need answering you need people people need to i think it's this thing of like people not caring about black lives and literally mm. black bodies yeah. being just easily just disposable yes. and not cared about and not thought about this is it right here so when we talk mm-hmm. about white privilege and white fragility this is what we're talking about because when we mention it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, please, I'm so offended. You're offended. You Do you know what's offended? This is offensive. Yeah, yeah. this like, is deeply. real offensive. Like, no, you're not. I'm not here for you to sell me. My bodily parts are not for sale. Which kind of ties into <laughs> the film <laughs> that we watched. Okay, so watch it. Right, this is not going to happen, okay? Because, yeah, right. yeah, we'll do you like how we did the girl at the end of the film. Don't play with us, people. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is my, my... Did you any of you guys have anything that you wanted to put into the We Are The Light? I just um, wanted to shout out that guy, that's all. We Are The Light. Who's done something, like, noteworthy? I I don't know. Can no? I do one? But like, on then, yeah. But it's kind of, like, really personal. Right, yeah, that's fine. Do who you want. Yeah. Just my team. Oh, look, 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 look. Minus two members, they know who oh, they are. My it's gosh. Fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can well, we I have some love for the, for the fresh story team, please? <laughs> okay. Um, just because they've just been so amazing these last couple of weeks, like everyone has just really gone above and beyond to kind of like get us to where we we are at the moment kind of thing we've had some really big events and doing like multiple events oh. on across different campuses Scrolls and all email. that kind of looks stuff for, yeah for invites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, there, it's probably there to be honest sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know. probably uh, <laughs> not actually, not actually. Not actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no they've done they've done amazingly so i really yeah shouts to the fresh strawberry team and without you i am nothing I wouldn't say nothing, Charmaine. That's nice. We don't do things like that. No, it's true. You can't deal me out. We need to do more personal... kind of shout outs to yeah, people no, that definitely. we know because we keep definitely. shouting out people that we don't know which is fine hmm. but every now and then because we know some amazing people that are doing some amazing stuff yes so if we could do that 
That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah. So I, on that note, what I think we should do is wrap this shit up because I'm sure the tubes will be closing oh, anytime so soon. We need to well. run out of Harlem because you know after eight o'clock. This eight. is not Harlem. <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? I ain't telling you. Well, uh, I'm going to point you in the direction of Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying my goons. No fake. 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 No fake.